You are listening to the Rooted Ministry Podcast, a conversation advancing gospel-centered ministry to youth. For more information about Rooted, visit our website at www.rootedministry.com. This particular episode of the Rooted Podcast is from our new ongoing series called Ask Alice. Happy Friday, everybody. The sun is finally shining here in Birmingham, Alabama, and I am thrilled to be with you for the next few minutes of Ask Alice. I'm Alice Chernock, a licensed professional counselor and certified eating disorder specialist. I've been in private practice for over 15 years working with children and adolescents, and while I've written articles for The Rooted Ministry, you are getting to witness my very first venture into the world of podcasts. Here at Rooted Podcasts, we want to provide gospel-centered resources and information for parents and youth ministers alike. We receive questions daily on a variety of topics, so to tackle those, We're excited to launch Ask Alice. Each episode, we'll answer a few questions that you, our listeners, have sent to us. So gather your thoughts, email us your questions, and let's talk. Now, I'm not sure where most spring breakers head in your part of the country, but here in the South, the majority of our city migrates to the beach, which is a wonderful break from life. You gotta love the water and the ocean and the sand, But for a lot of our youth, it actually causes a massive level of panic at the thought of, you know it's coming, swimsuit season, bum bum bum. So in honor of spring break, let's focus today on body image and eating concerns that we see face our youth. The first question comes from a youth minister in Florida, and he says, I have a high school student in my youth group who loves to bake. Her food is excellent, and our youth group always has amazing snacks. Oh, you gotta love some some chocolate chip cookies. But I've noticed, he continues, that she never eats the food that she brings. And whenever we have pizza or go to dinner, she says that she ate before she came and she doesn't wanna eat with us. Should I be worried about this? So I think it's really good that you're considering that and that you even have a heads up to realize what's going on. I know that with youth groups, you've got a lot of kids on your hands. So I'm impressed that you're able to even just notice that pattern and that trend. But yes, I do think that you should be a little bit concerned. At least have have a red flag on your radar. Um, It's interesting, actually, because the most common profession for kids who deal with eating disorders is to work in the food industry. And so really you'll see a lot of kids who work at restaurants or for caterers and they love to bake and cook and that kind of thing. Um, But it's very, very common for somebody who struggles with food to enjoy cooking for everybody else and even enjoy watching everybody else eat but not ever eating for themselves. And so I think it is really good for you to have a heads up on this. Um, I think that it would be smart to go and talk to that person about it, to this girl. Um, So we never, ever want somebody to be blindsided by what we're worried about and um, any concerns that we have. But I think that you can go to her with what you have noticed with the facts. So stick to the fact. 
The fact is, she cooks amazing food. But the fact also is, she never eats her amazing food. And the fact is, you don't ever see her eating with everybody else. So I think you start with that and go to her and just say, hey, in a, in a spirit of concern and humility, not of attack, it's, hey, I've just noticed this and I got to tell you, I'm kind of worried about you. What's going on with that? And so you're posing it as a question and not this, you need some help. There's a problem here. What's your deal? That kind of thing. And so I think it's really good that you are aware of that. Um, but I do think that it should be something that needs to be addressed. And then after you go and talk to her about it, I think it's wise to bring in her parents and just say, hey, here's what I'm noticing at youth. Is that congruent with what you're seeing at home? Or um, is this just totally different? And maybe she is eating at home before she comes. Um, but very commonly, it's she's not eating before she comes. Um, I think another sign for you to look for is kids who are drinking a whole lot of caffeine. And so for a child who is constantly having a Diet Coke in their hand or a cup of coffee um, or even chewing gum frequently, those are other signs that we look out for. Um, I know that for my clients, when I have somebody come into the office, we always offer Coke, Sprite, water, coffee, that kind of thing. And so it's a red flag to me when week after week, I know somebody has some body image issues and they always want a Diet Coke or a cup of coffee. Um, that caffeine intake is going to be an appetite suppressant. And so I think that that needs to be something that we have on our radar to, um, to, to look at and to think about with this child. So that was a great question. Thank you for that one. Um, we're going to move on to the next one, and this is from Katie. And Katie is a first-year intern at a church in the Dallas area. And she wrote that with spring break coming up, yes, yes, she has noticed that the girls in her youth group, even the younger ones, are talking more about diets and bathing suits and how much they weigh and how much weight they've gained over the past year. And so Katie asks, how can I encourage them to get away from worrying about a bikini body and more on being the girl God created them to be? That is a fantastic question, Katie. I'm so glad that you asked that. Um, this is certainly something that we see more and more prevalent um, as the, the years go on. And I think the crazy thing is that it becomes younger and younger um, you know, I think used to it would be mostly just the high school girls that were more worried about going to the beach and that kind of thing. But statistically speaking, it is so young that actually there, I think the, the, the rate is 81% of 10-year-olds are worried about being fat. 81% of 10-year-olds, y'all, that is nuts. That is so crazy. And so I think you're so smart, smart to want to tackle this with your youth group. Um, and so let's, let's kind of dive in. Um, so when we deal with body image, one of the main things that we try to get kids to do, girls and guys, um, is to get away from body appearance 
and focus more on what your body can do for you. Um, when you think about it, our bodies are really freaking incredible. Um, the ways that our bodies take care of themselves, the way our bodies heal themselves. I mean, God was absolutely unbelievable when he came up with how our bodies can work and heal themselves. And so I think one of the main things to help kids see is that it's not so much about how they look, but what they can do. You know, your body allows you to run and dance and breathe and digest your own food and laugh. I mean, all those things that your body allows you to do as opposed to how it looks. I think one of the things that throws people off is when bodies change. And we have to realize that our bodies are going to change throughout our life, that there is not one set way that we're going to look, Um, whether it's through puberty or after we get pregnant or whatever it is when we hit 40, those kind of things are going to affect our bodies changing. And if we're constantly only focused on the outside of it, we're really missing out on the function of it. Because the function of it, that doesn't change. And I think that that's what we are really trying to help kids see, that the way our bodies are created are so much more than the outside appearance. Um, You know, even scripture talks about how God looks at the heart, not on outward appearance. Man looks at outward appearance, but we know that God looks at, are we kind our fruit of the spirit, love, joy, peace, patience, all of those things, those are the things that don't change. Um, when When you look at body image throughout the decades, it's really interesting to see how even that has changed. Like if you go back to the 50s and you look at Marilyn Monroe, she was the iconic woman of the 1950s. And she was actually a size 10 to 12, all right? And so we have that in the 50s. And then we fast forward into the 60s and we have Twiggy was the iconic woman. And she was a double, maybe triple zero size. And so the the standard of beauty changes constantly. I mean, you look at different trends and fads. And I think that that's why chasing this elusive, perfect body, it's such the the pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. It doesn't exist. And so helping kids that our, our true beauty is not just skin deep, because that's always going to be changing. And when they can develop a sense of confidence and self-acceptance and openness to who they are, then they can start appreciating their bodies for who for for what they can do for them and not just how they look. Um, I think that it's also important that we touch on the fact that this is not just a girl thing, that both guys and girls are dealing with body image and that fear of being in a bathing suit and being judged by other people One of my all-time favorite clients was a boy, and um, he was in ninth grade, and he was a baseball player. 
And his eating disorder developed from a lot of teasing as a child. Um, He had thicker legs, and so the other boys at the lunch table started calling him cankles and started using those your mama's so fat jokes and things like that. And it wore him down to the point where he developed anorexia. Um, and so it's really common with both guys and girls. And I think we, we sometimes miss that fact. Um, and we only focus on how girls are, are affected by this. And so it's really good that you have that heads up, that it can be with everybody. Um, I think I'm coming back to your, uh, the other part of your question about diets. Um, diets don't work. Diets don't work. I can't say that enough. Diets don't work. 98% of people who go on a diet regain all of that weight within the first year. Diets don't work. And so helping girls see that this culture, and it's crazy too, um, Americans spend $60 billion on trying to transform their bodies whether it's through diets or surgeries or whatever it is. And guys, this just doesn't work. And so helping kids see, look, there's a reality to it. God has made each body different. There is no right or wrong. There's no good or bad. When we, when we think about how we're created, the Bible tells us that we are made in the image of Christ, right? But what is that image? That image is not given a skinny girl with long blonde hair. There aren't physical attributes given to made in the image of Christ. All we are given is that Christ is love. He is just. He is good. He is kind. Those are the things that we can say when we are made in the image of Christ. Those are the things that we have to attach to, not about how to transform our bodies and and have different diets and stuff like that. It's very common for a child who is dealing with an eating disorder, say anorexia, where they restrict food for years and years. Once they are able to finally start eating again, what we see is that they tend to swing the pendulum to the opposite end. And so while they were restricting as a child, Once they get into maybe their 20s, college age, it's very common for them to become a binge eater. And so the pendulum swings weight-wise into a totally different area. Um, And that's why our concern for dieting is there too. It jacks up a metabolism. It is not sustainable. And so helping kids see the truth of what diets actually do to the body is so important. I want to I want to leave us with um, with my favorite passage from Romans twelve two, um, and it says, "Do not be conformed to the world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind." And I think when it comes to body image and eating disorder stuff, this is such a key piece for kids: is breaking down the difference between being conformed to this world. I mean, when you're conforming. You are following the same pattern that the world says, whether it's a certain size, a certain weight, a certain hair color, that's conforming to the world, all right? But the Bible is calling us to actually be transformed 
all right? And to transform is to totally change shape. It's the, it's the caterpillar go into the butterfly. It's a totally different view of what is beautiful and lovable. That's what God is saying for us to be um, transformed. But here's the kicker, guys. It's being transformed by the renewing of your mind. That's how we're transformed. How much time, energy, and money do we spend transforming our bodies? Huh. But Christ is telling us to transform our minds. It's such a different way of thinking that is so important for kids to understand because your body is going to be changing, but your mindset, that's what's going to stick and that's what's going to be the same. Guys, thanks so much for joining us today on Ask Alice. Um, We would love to talk with you again and hope that you'll join us in the near future. Have a great weekend. Thanks for listening to The Rooted Podcast, where we hope to communicate the truths of the gospel and apply those truths to youth ministry. We would love for you to check out our website, where we publish articles daily, geared towards both youth ministers and parents. You will also find resources and more information about our conferences, regional events, and more at www.rootedministry.com. This podcast is made available to you by the Rooted Ministry for educational purposes only, not to provide specific therapeutic advice. The views expressed are the personal perspectives of the author and do not represent the views of all counselors or the profession. This podcast does not create a counselor-client relationship and should not be used as a substitute for competent therapeutic counsel from a licensed professional in your state.